today is Thursday, which means we're bringing you Girls That Business, a weekly series where we spill the tea on how to create a seven-figure side hustle because no one saves their way to wealth. You're joined today by Sim, a seven-figure business owner, and with me is Maya, an entrepreneur in the making. Hello, Maya. Kilda Sim, how are you? I am good. Did you know Girls That Invest, right? Mm-hmm. We're a seven-figure business, da-da-da. Do you think we should like update it when we hit the eight figure mark? A hundred percent. I think we should. Yeah. I think this is going to be my motivation. If I have to say seven figure business owner every single day for like a year, I'm eventually going to be like, Jesus, are we not moving the needle? Accountability. Yeah. Let's get it to eight. I was just going to say, I don't even know how many zeros that is. Eight zeros? (laughs) Seven zeros? (laughs) Yes. Have that as a goal. That's fabulous. Thank you so much. Um, (laughs) Just a little bit of public uh, humiliation to like keep me going. I love it. So this week we are talking about how to make a personal brand. And one thing that, I mean, I say this about a few things, so I need to stop using this analogy. But one thing I'm good at is like creating personal brands. One thing I can do really well is setting myself or a person, whether it's me, whether it's Sonia, whether it's a friend who's got a company, Setting them up in a way where you've almost got your like, on, not like online identity, but your persona, the way people know you, what are the words people would describe you? And then how do you leverage that and give yourself and your business more opportunities? When we think of personal brands, I'll go into a few examples of some really amazing ones. But basically what I want this episode to be and something I want you to be able to take away is how do I create a personal brand and then how do I leverage that so that no matter what happens in my life, no matter how many businesses come and go, fail or start, my personal brand is so strong that the next thing I come up with, they're like, oh, Simran touched that, it's going to be good. Oh, perfect. Because I need help with creating a personal brand. You need help with creating a brand as well. Yes. We're we're working on both. Yes, we are. (laughs) Please help me. So what is the definition of a personal brand, Sim? The definition of a personal brand is basically the persona, the words, the vibes that someone has about you as a brand. So when we think of brands like Apple, you know, we think of modern, we think of sleek, we think of creatives, we think of people in coffee shops with high turtlenecks on, you know, there's just like a vibe to it. And then you can use that same concept and apply it to a person rather than just Apple When we think of Steve Jobs, we kind of think of the same thing. We think of someone that's like a visionary, someone that's very quiet, maybe someone that is like so impeccable. Like sometimes products will come out by Apple and people will say things like, oh my God, Steve Jobs would be rolling in his grave right now if he saw like this design, if he saw like the notch on the new iPhones that like, you know, don't fully make it it's not sleek yeah it's not like aesthetically pleasing I don't know if anyone uses like the apple mouse but the mouse charger means that the mouse has to like sit on its side and you can't just like have it sitting face down and it just looks so ugly and people be like Steve would never approve this and so personal branding is you don't even know the person but you can apply ideas around what they would like or what they would do, what they stand for. Elon Musk is probably another example of a bad personal brand. It used to be, you know, like he's got, he's kind of got his quirkiness. He's got his desire to have like poor 
standards of care for his employees. He's super hustle culture He will sleep on the floor of Tesla's workplace instead of, you know, setting realistic boundaries. Like there's all these things, but that's his personal brand. And for a lot of people, they actually love that. So that's what they aspire to. It's just finding what your personal brand is. Now you might be thinking, okay, that still doesn't make sense, Simran. Like if someone asks me what a personal brand is, can you just say it in a sentence? Well, If I had to say it more eloquently, personal branding is the process of defining and promoting what you stand for as an individual. It is the accumulation of your experiences, your skills, and the values that differentiate you. And that's the most important part, the things that make you different. Oh, okay. So aesthetic, vibe, and unique selling point. And how is a personal brand beneficial in business? Now, you might be sitting here and thinking, why does this episode matter to me? Like, I just want to start a business that is about candles, or I want to start a business that is about accounting, or I want to start a product or service somewhere in like, I don't need a personal brand. I actually want to be like hidden. I don't want to be seen. I think personal branding is so important for three reasons. Mm -hmm. The first reason personal branding matters is because it acts as a leverage of backup if something ever happens because your business will come and go if steve jobs decided that apple was not for him his personal brand for his next business would mean that he would have something to go on because everyone would go oh he was the apple guy like he's going to be amazing you will notice that even for people that don't have companies people that work somewhere and then apply for another job often get a job based off their personal branding around their previous roles. So if someone on LinkedIn used to work at like Google or Uber, you'll notice on their Google profile, they'll say like X Uber or X Facebook, because these things matter. When someone looks at that, you almost get an idea of this person, their personal brand gets elevated and you're like, oh my God, they used to work at uber or like they used to work at google like they worked at these really amazing large companies we would love for them to work for us and so your personal brand is almost like your reputation Mm. but it's more about your productivity and it's more about your mind as opposed to your reputation in other ways so that's a really important reason to have a personal brand if anything ever happened to girls that invest you'll often see on the news like Founder of so-and-so company has now started this next company. One of our good friends who also is part of the Girls That Invest community, she had founded that company called Ethique. And I was literally just going to use her as an example. Right. And so she started a company that was all about sustainability around makeup, around skincare, around, well, about anything to do with like shampoo bottles, anything to do with like your body. Reducing plastic. Reducing plastic, Mm -hmm. reducing waste. That was her motto. And as she's left that company and is now starting her next brand, which is all about reducing plastic in the drinks industry, that's going to be all over the news. Like ex-founder of this is going into that because her personal brand is about sustainability. Mm. Her personal brand is about ethical investing about being a business owner doing good business and so no matter where she goes and what she does it's not just that her first company had those morals it was that she had those morals and so wherever she moves she takes those morals with her and that's really powerful Mm, that helps me to understand the whole kind of gist of personal brand because it's not just you know your aesthetic and what you look well you know what you look like and things like that it's 
incorporated in your values and your ethics, but not as formal as reputation. Yeah. And it's how you present yourself to the world. Like you're basically saying, hey, am I your person or are you guys my people? Someone's going to look at you the same way they look at a brand and they're going to go, oh yeah, I can relate to her and I'm going to follow her journey or I'm not interested and it's not for me. Another reason why personal brands are really important is because we live in a time where you don't just buy from a company anymore, you buy from a person. We want to know the people Mm -hmm. behind the brand. You'll see on TikTok all those like uh, videos of people where they're like, come get to know our team or like who turns up on time or like what is our team wearing today? That content does well because people love to see who's behind the brand. We want to see your office. We want to see what you do day to day. We want to know about the silly little like things that happen, the dogs of the office, like tell us everything because I'm not just buying my like, you know, menstruation cup from you because I care about the menstruation cup. I care about you as a brand. Mm -hmm. I want to support you as a person. And so when you have a personal brand, you'll realize that you start to get a little bit more traction with your companies or your businesses that you either run or are a part of because people want to support you. Mm. Yeah, and as a consumer, that is 100% how I buy things nowadays Is and I love seeing behind the scenes and knowing the kind of ethos of a business and where I'm spending my money or, you know, time and things like that. So what is involved in making a personal brand? Oh my goodness, Maya, I am so sorry. I have one more. I said I was going to share three. (laughs) I will jump in and share my final. I I guess I've sold you. I guess you're like, yeah, then sounds good. This is why personal brands matter. We'll jump back into that. The final reason why personal brands matter, the amount of times I have like gone to a conference or I have turned up where I didn't know anyone and then someone has come up to me and gone, love your work, love girls that invest. I see you on LinkedIn. Like, I have appreciated that so much because it's not just obviously you've got like our amazing community, the investee besties who are going to support us no matter what we do within reason, but you also find people that just know of you because of your company or know of you because you share things on LinkedIn or you, you know, have a personal brand and you're trying to do things. You'll find that you have a presence And that helps so much in opportunities. When someone says, hey, we've got a conference coming up. Who's a business leader that we should invite to speak? They're going to think of the people that are actively talking about their personal brand. They're going to think of the people that are like, oh, well, this founder is always talking about sustainability outside of her company. It's not the company account she jumps on, like it's her Instagram that she shares this. Or she always seems to be like turning up to events here and there, like we should have her. What you'll find is you will get more opportunities if you can create a personal brand that is outside of your company Mm. and almost have them side by side. So you're almost like Girls That Invest is my first company and then the brand or the personal brand of Simran Core is my second. Okay, because when you mentioned, you know, someone coming up to you in a conference or something. I just thought of the Indian feminists and girls that invest and how they are connected. And I see that and I see how they are separate because they are two different things. 
you just kind of know a little bit more about what you value and kind of care about. Mm -hmm. Mm. So I hope this is like starting to make sense, the importance of creating a personal brand. Mm -hmm. But I guess you probably want to know, well, okay, I get it. How do I actually start making a personal brand? Like, do I need to hire a personal brand specialist? Do I need to make brand assets? Do I need to write things down? This is what I have done. And it has been more passive. I didn't really realize it at the time. But the very first moment I heard about personal brand wasn't even in a business sense. It was by one of my friends. And she had like said, she was like, I don't really want to go and do this. Like, I can't remember what she didn't want to do. Like maybe it was a course she didn't want to do. Or it was a company she didn't want to work for. And I was like, why? And she said, I know this sounds silly, but it like affects my personal brand. And I realized that she was saying if she did one thing here or made a move here, people were going to start looking at her in that light. Like she was going to go more down the route of something that she didn't want for herself long term. Mm -hmm. She'd almost like carved out the path of how she wanted her life to look. And even if she didn't know the specifics, working for like company A may have been a weird sidestep. And it wasn't going to help her personal brand grow. What that did for me is made me realize, oh, everyone's looking at kind of everyone else. And we have this perception of the people around us and a perception of their values and what they stand for. And when you can be intentional with your values and personal brand and be aware that you can lean into it and like share it in a way that matters. The people that have the same values as you are going to connect to your personal brand and therefore they're going to connect to the journey of your life, no matter where you go. And this doesn't mean you need to have a big business. This could be in your office. This could be in your school. Knowing your personal brand makes such a difference. If I was to look at Maya, for example, like Maya's personal brand is all about empowerment of minorities, especially indigenous peoples. Like that is just in every fiber of everything that she does. If it's a speech that she writes, whether it's <laughs> as big as a business that she starts, she will make sure that she incorporates it. It's her value. It's her brand. And it's not commercialization of herself. It's just like, if you connect to that, you're going to connect to her and what she stands for. Another value of Myers and her personal brand is like, being the really supportive friend or the really understanding friend. Like all of us use Maya as like our free therapist, which is fantastic for us. Not so great for her, <laughs> but you just kind of like find things for you. And so for myself, if I had to describe my personal brand, I would sit down and write down on a piece of paper if I was doing this for the first time. And like, please do this as well. If you're interested, write down what people would describe you as. For me, I would describe my personal brand as like sassy, Mm -hmm. supportive like I will champion like I will be the biggest hype girl I will do it with sass and I'm also very very open like I am so honest in terms of like sharing there's no gatekeeping sometimes my accountant has to tell me to stop sharing certain numbers he's like the world doesn't need to know <laughs> this meeting like this is confidential sometimes my book um, publisher has to say the same thing they're like this is what you can share and this pdf is personal <laughs> i love that and that's just you know these are the values i would have had if i didn't have girls that invest these would be in the values if i was i don't know still working as an optometrist but your personal brand is just your values in a way that people know and understand. How do you set it up though? Well, if you want it to be more known, if you want it to be shared in the business sense, I think it's about finding a platform and finding the right platform. My first step is 
don't put bricks on sand. And that means if you're going to start a foundation, we are not putting bricks on sand. We're not starting with a crabby, you know, crabby foundation. We live in a time right now where certain social media platforms are much better for personal brand building. If you jump on Twitter right now and start sharing content about you as a person and your personal brand, like it's just not the place to be. Threads has started. Twitter is kind of dying off. Instagram's probably not the place to be either. Right now, if you're starting a personal brand, TikTok and Threads are the place to do it. It depends on what you're comfortable with. If you're a video person, if you're a writing person, find your platform and start there. Okay. Threads and TikTok, the two newest ones, I need to make a Threads account. <laughs> you don't have threads? No. Do you not want to win the Van Cleef? I I actually don't. I think oh, yeah. what is it? A little would it be considered nepotism? Nepotism. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be just be such a ripoff? And like an unfair advantage yeah. or like this. I don't know if it's nepotism. That's so funny. <laughs> nepotism would be like you were my daughter and then girls that invest was like handed to you. Oh, okay. All right. Well, unfair. Yeah. Okay. That's that's so funny. <laughs> Sorry, I can't let you join in on the prize giving because of nepotism. My second tip for growing a personal brand is don't wait for the invitation. Now, this means make sure that you aren't waiting around to think you're good enough to have a personal brand. So many people, especially people that have businesses, think that they have to reach certain accolades before they can even think about their personal brand. I think we almost assume like I need to be a Forbes 30 under 30 or I need to reach the seven figures business before I can even consider a personal brand before I even have anything online before I even jump on with my camera and share my learnings and my piece of advice I'll tell you a secret the people that will listen and learn from you aren't actually looking for the Elon Musk of the world or the Jeff Bezos of the world those people are so far removed from our everyday reality that we can't relate to them when we listen to business owners or people that have done what we've done people that have careers that we want we love to listen from people that still understand what it's like to be in our shoes and that's usually someone that's only been doing this for six months or only been doing it for a year or someone that wants to reach those big goals but they're you know he or she's on their journey to do that that is your power and I think that is why Girls That Invest worked so well for us it's not because we were already like on the end where we were looking back and going hey everyone come here and follow what we were doing we were on that journey with people Mm. and making things relatable is what I find comforting in personal brands and online and like you said before I really resonate with you know kind of waiting until everything is perfect because I am into health and wellness and because I don't know like you know nutrition or exercise or things like that but there are so many different aspects of health and wellness and I look at things holistically where I have continuously felt like oh I don't know enough I need to get some kind of accolade or something like that I mean I'm studying population health I am someone who is consistently working on their health and well-being like I I think that's pretty good yeah and it's you know 
it's obviously like that difference between, you know, people that are pretending to be experts or people that are lying and saying that they are, I don't know, doctors and sharing advice. Mm. That's very different. But if you're someone that's saying, hey, I'm just sharing my journey or this is what I'm studying and these are my learnings from it or these are my mindset shifts that I have taken from my health degree, like that is still worth sharing and you don't have to wait for the invitation of someone saying, Maya, you may make an account now. Like Maya, you may share because no one is going to come to you and tell you now it's time for you to start sharing that information. You have to decide when that is. And you often realize that when you think you're ready, you should have done it like a year ago. Okay. <laughs> this episode is just me constantly bullying Maya into starting her brands. I'm feeling the shade, but it's also really good for me because I'm going to go off and do something. The third thing that has really helped with personal brand building is understanding the theory that feelings are sticky. Feelings are sticky is this thing that I've coined when I talk to people about personal brand building, and it's around the idea that People will not remember what you said. I'll be honest, they'll see, uh, you know, girls that invest content. They might pick up a few things. They might save a reel. But out of everything you've seen, how much of it have we actioned? How much of it have we taken away and like done something about? Same with health content. I mean, how many times do we see a really cool video on a different like recipe or a different way to work out at the gym? And how often do we actually action it? What we get from that content the reason why we keep coming back is it's not always the actionable things that we benefit from it's the way it makes us feel it is the feeling of okay i have access to this now and i'm starting to feel like i'm getting good with money and i'm starting to feel like my mindset is starting to shift i am starting to feel that I'm not so scared about my health care and i'm not putting my head into the sand and avoiding the different things that i could be doing People will remember what you do in terms of how you make them feel. It is not the things you say. And Maya Angelou said it a lot better than that. But it's so important to consider that your personal brand is really, in simple terms, just how do people feel when they think about you? How do people feel when they see you? If you turn up on their page or you turn up into a work meeting or you turn up into someone's home, are they excited because they know you're such a positive person and you're going to make them feel great? Or are they worried? What is your personal brand doing? Because we all actually have a personal brand, whether we realize it or not. When I, guys, this is something I have not told Maya before. When I used to drive to Maya's house, I would just get excited and I'd be like, why? And I'm like, because I just have such a good time. Like, she's so positive. We have so much fun. I always leave at 1 a.m. because we just don't stop talking until like <laughs> the early hours in the morning. And one of us has, has to like kick the other one out. But that's the impact or the power that you have on everyone around you. And that can be to one person in your workplace or your friend group. It can to be hundreds of thousands of people on an online space. We all have an impact. Mm. First of all, Sim, that's very sweet. And I'm very glad that I create a space where you feel uplifted and it is a joy to be around. And I think putting it in that way just solidifies how important a personal brand is but also how kind of easy you make it sound easy before this I was like okay it has to be something professional it needs to be you know work ethic related but it is saying the way that you make people feel 
instantly I can think of, I can ask people how I make them feel and then that would be a good start for creating a personal brand. Honestly, yeah. Oh, that's all it takes. Okay, so I do have one more question, one more partai. Checklist for creating a personal brand. What do you need? Okay, you need to believe in yourself. I'm kidding. Okay. Oh, you. Thank you. To create a personal brand, you need to decide why you're doing it. And for me, that was mainly to make sure that I had like a backup. If my business didn't do well, at least I would be okay. At least Mm -hmm. I'd have a personal brand of Simran Core that I could leverage. The second thing you need to work out is where you're going to have your personal brand. Is this just going to be something that's more sort of in the air at your workplace or is this going to be something that you're actually physically doing like an actual account or a website or a LinkedIn Find out where you want to do it. I personally grew my personal brand on LinkedIn. I am a LinkedIn girly. It's very embarrassing. We have like... You're killing it though. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say something else. Oh, no. It's so embarrassing, guys. But I have like 20,000 followers on LinkedIn and I check. I count. What? Why is it embarrassing though? Oh, there's just such a negative association with LinkedIn creators. Really? But that's because they'll be like, we hired someone And then they told me that their dog was sick and I said, take a day off. More companies should be like this. Like it's very like, do you know what I mean? (laughs) I I get it. No, a listener actually connected with me on LinkedIn and we're like, we're messaging. Oh my God. Yeah. Congratulations. You're going to get about 20 more now that you've said that. (laughs) RIP your inbox. The next step you need to do is write down three words or values that are really important to you that you would hope that if someone described you, they would say X, Y, Z. Then the next thing on your checklist is go Mm -hmm. ask people how they describe you. Let's see if it lines up. Because you might say, I am (laughs) kind, sweet, and caring. And your friends might come back to you and say, you are funny, brutal, and honest. And that's okay. (laughs) But you either need to change what you think of yourself or you need to change how we're behaving. The last thing that you need to do for your personal brand is understand that it is a slow process. It is not something that like we work on tomorrow and suddenly we've got a personal brand and everyone knows us and we're sorted. It is the way you conduct yourself everywhere you go. You'll have heard that quote, how you do one thing is how you do everything. The way you act when you are standing by yourself. I mean, this is maybe for people that are a little bit more far advanced into their business career or their work that they do. When you are at a point where you don't have to be nice, where you don't have to give everyone the time of the day, if you don't, that still talks about your personal brand. If you do, that talks about your personal brand. If you turn out to events and sit on your phone while people are doing your hair and makeup and you're not talking or integrating with any of them because you're, you can't be asked or you jump into a taxi on your way to a work event and you don't even say hello to the taxi driver, that is part of your personal brand. That speaks just as much as all the other things. And so everything that we do, who we are as people is what our personal brand is. I don't want to scare you. It is a beautiful thing. It is just part of who we are. But if you can use your personal brand to continue the mission, whatever that mission is that you want to push into the world, it is so powerful. Mm, That was really helpful, Sim. I'm going to go and ask people 
who I am, <laughs> who they think I am, because I know who I am, <laughs> and see if it lines up. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you found this episode enjoyable. If you did, please take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram story, put it on threads and tag us. We would love for this to be spread as far and wide as possible. It's obviously a free resource that we want everyone to be able to take away and learn from. And so if we've ever been helpful to you, if you've ever gotten value from Girls That Invest, take a screenshot, tag us, spread the word. And we'll see you next week. Until next time, Maya. Kakite. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team. Bye.